Hey folks, it's Jalen, and this is Go Black Boy Go, a podcast about my journey through graduate school. Each week, I will be reviewing my week with you, as well as giving a few tips on how to make the grad school application process easier. And every now and then, I'll have a few guests come on to talk about various topics about race, gender, sexuality, masculinity, and queerness. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and let's get on with this week's episode. Hey folks, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, so um, I have officially completed my first week of graduate school, and I feel great. Like it wasn't, it wasn't as stressful as I thought I was gonna, as I thought it was gonna be. Um, I'll just run you guys through the week. So Monday was the first day. Um, and that was when I sit, I sat in on my, um, apprenticeship class. So I'm sitting, I, I have to do, um, sit in on this class and observe the teacher, um, teaching freshman composition. And so, and that's at, um, eight 30 and then, I forgot what I did on Monday, but, and then after that, I don't have any classes, um, but I, I stayed on campus for something. I don't know. I forgot what I stayed on campus for, but then, um, on Tuesday I have yoga, (laughs) so that's very refreshing. And then Wednesday I had, um, intro to grad studies, which is just this course that talks about just stuff about grad school and it's just a very um I mean yeah like a title intro to grad school (laughs) so um intro to grad studies and so um we just went over the syllabus and um one thing that um that I see a running theme is is um presentations um so like they're trying to gear you towards getting comfortable with presenting your work because that's ultimately what you have to do um when you defend your dissertation and um just in life in general when you're trying to go on the job market so I thought that was cool um even though I'm very nervous to present in front of people but it's like it's not like it's um something that I haven't done before it's just in a new environment I guess so um, so that class is cool. And then, um, I wanted to sit in on this class on homophobia. Um, cause it was just silent, like a really cool class. And so I emailed the teacher and they were like, um, just so that I'm like, just so that it's more easier for me, I would like it if you, um, just registered for the course. And, um, so I was going to audit it the course which means I would basically take the course for no credit and not do any of the work but I saw the syllabus and I was like oh I really need the to read these texts and I think I really need to try to write about um like try to do the assignments because it would help me in the future um just like theoretical background and things like that so I just went ahead and added that on (laughs) so I'm taking three seminars now um so that's that's like a taboo I guess 
um but the but the class seems um it's a upper level um undergraduate class but the class seems like it's it's very reading reading heavy but it's not too much work we we do i think we do three small papers and then we do a final paper but uh, for my final paper it has to be 12 to 15 pages um because i'm a grad student and um that's what the director of grad studies wanted <laughs> from me as to make sure that it was um a long paper that pa a paper that size because uh, i'm guessing that they want to get you used to writing um article length uh, papers, uh, which I think is cool, and um, I have to read an extra book um, on homophobia, um, and that that's the teacher's um, directions for graduate students. So um, I really, really liked the first class meeting, and I'm just excited to learn more and more. Um, she's traced like she's starting us off um, in the 1930s to 1950s and discussing um uh queer like queer people um trying to just trying to live during wartime and i just never I, this was stuff i had never thought about just queer people during wartime and it's really cool um and then thursday i have my um it's called transnational film genres and this class I had not gotten any syllabus any there was no books to purchase for and so I was just kind of freaked out because I'm thinking oh my gosh I don't know what to expect from this class but when we got in um we got the syllabus and and we got all the movies that we're gonna watch and it's just very reading heavy which is to expect with the film class um and so, yeah, so after after I saw what all we were doing, I kind of was at ease more. And for this class, we're two projects, two big projects, I guess, are um, we have to do a presentation and lead a class, ses class discussion. And then our final project is an annotated bibliography. Now, that sounds easy, just an annotated bibliography as the final thing instead of a, a like 25 page paper but I'm sure it's going to be an intense annotated bib where he probably wants us to do like 20 entries and they each have to be a page long which is still doable but that's that's still like a 20 page paper and I'm not sure if he wants us to read all of the text or not um, we have to do an annotated bib on a project on film that we want to do so, I mean, that's how you explain it. I, I'm sure there'll be more details later. Um, and then Friday I had intro to grad studies again. And yeah, and so that was pretty much my week. Oh, and then I finished up. We had another tutor session, um, a tutor training session where we um, did some role playing. Um, and then that kind of finished out my week. I start, my times for tutoring start uh, this week coming up and so so far I haven't had any I don't have any appointments for this week so we'll see how that's gonna go we'll see if it, it fills up or not um, but yeah I'm excited 
for a tutoring to start and yeah just excited for I don't know excited to see how the semester is gonna I mean the term is gonna treat me because it's um it's a 10-week term so we have nine more weeks of school which is gonna be I guess new to um get used to and I feel like I feel like I have a handle on it but I don't know when when things start getting closer and closer to ending I feel like that's when I'm gonna start freaking out but I don't know also need to try to master um skim reading which I thought I, I think I have a good handle on um at least when I read articles on the internet that I was trying to get quick information from but I don't I'm not sure so we're gonna I'll check in and let you guys know um how I how I do with skim reading or trying to read a lot of because I do have a lot of things to read um so this week on my little bus adventure and I'm, I'm hoping that I won't keep having a segment where I talk about what happens on the bus but for for the past few days um it's just there's so many different characters on the bus and there's this one guy on the bus and he was just yelling at the bus driver and he was just talking random nonsense and the bus driver was just you know driving the bus and I don't even think he heard him but he was just he was just yelling at him and saying that he was a bad driver and I was like what is going on and then um some so sometimes when people get on the bus and it's kind of sunny outside they don't always smell the best so i was on the bus this week and there was a person that sat in front of me and i thought they had okay so this is going to be very specific but the smell of burger king chicken fingers it has a very distinct smell versus uh, McDonald's chicken fingers or chicken fingers from somewhere else. Um, so I kept smelling Burger King chicken fingers. And I was like, oh, they must have some Burger King chicken fingers. But no, they, it, that was, that was just what they smelled like. So and then when they left, I stopped smelling the Burger King chicken fingers. So I said, oh, okay, that wasn't food. That was that was them. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then um, I took the bus. So my film class is a four-hour class. It starts at four, ends at eight. So I took the bus at eight twelve. I think that's when it came. And um, I thought it was gonna be scarier, but it was actually not scary um it seemed like it seemed like during the night everybody's just trying to get from one place to the next and there aren't a lot of homeless people out um um i don't want to say bothering people but there there aren't a, a lot of homeless people out and i think that's because maybe they're either um asleep uh finding somewhere to sleep or going to go sleep in the shelter or um 
hanging out with uh, hanging out somewhere um it's it's usually i guess from what i've experienced right now it's usually more usually you usually have more of an uh, more of a chance of getting messed with me i usually get uh, have more of a chance of getting messed with in um like late afternoon so around four that's when it's a lot of activity at the bus stop um so yeah so i it was riding the bus at night wasn't as um scary as i thought it was gonna be so yeah so there's that um so this week um my media that I am representing, I mean, uh, my media that I am uh, recommending is American Vandal. It comes on Netflix. It's a, it's a TV show that comes on Netflix. There's two seasons and, um, it's a mockumentary, but it's not like, um, like, a modern family mockumentary style. It really does make you feel like it is a one of those true crime documentaries and they is they're usually about just stupid topics like the first season is about this guy about the crimes of uh, of this uh person who drew dicks on people's um cars in the student parking lot and so they try to figure out who did that and it's just really absurd but then it gets really serious and it sucks you in because you're like oh my god I'm actually trying to follow the storyline here and I'm actually trying to sus suspect people of this crime. And then in the second season, it's about, um, the, <laughs> this, uh, this person, uh, called the turd burglar. And they like, they like do crimes that make do crimes. One, the first crime was, um, they made people poop their pants by putting laxatives in the lemonade and everybody pooped their pants. And then my stomach's bumbling. And then, um, in the set and then in the future, um, crimes, they were just all poop oriented and it was just, it was funny. Um, but it was, it was like, it really does suck you in and make you think about things. And I think it's a very unique narrative style. So, I'll recommend those too. Um, this week, I just want to give like a quick little, I guess, spill on preparing for um, statements of purpose. And um, so I'll just run you through my little tips. I was looking over my old ones and I was like, I can't believe I wrote some of these. Um, so my general rule is that you should write one master doc and then for each university you change it to tailor towards um the program that you're that you're writing for so main thing is writing for um so the main thing when you're writing for different um universities is that one thing that'll change is is definitely the name of the university you're saying you want to go to and another thing that will change is saying uh, naming the professors that you want to work with the professors that you want to work with at that university so that that's like my two biggest things because when i was writing them 
I thought that you had to t do a new one for each one and then someone said no just do a master doc and then work from there and so um, so I think in the first stages of writing your personal statement I think that you should try to just work on um, not, not necessarily um, word count because you're going to encounter some applications that say you need to do um, meet a 500 word word count and um, no no more than that um, and so I would say just start off with the bigger um, like t two page single space um, statement and then after you have that completely polished then you try to um, work on shortening it to fit that 500 word limit and it's actually very doable um, so so I'll just run you through how I think you should do your paragraphs um, or structure your statement and this is one that I've done for a statement that is let's see it's about one and a it's about no it's about two pages single space so it'll be four pages double space and a lot of them won't um, ask for this this is a very long one and so this was the one that I used to um, work I, I used this one and I just took bits and pieces from it to shorten it for other applications because typically the ones that you will encounter will be um, right no more than um, one and a half pages or um, yeah that's one and a half pages would be the typical thing but this one was um, this one was rare to me um, so I start off my first paragraph talking about um, why sort of just why I want it why I want to enter academia why I want to enter into um, why I want to be a researcher what sort of things about where I come from where my identity what my identity is um, why that has led me to want to be a researcher so I think that's a great way to open up your personal statement and just really captivate the admissions committee and let them see oh he they're wanting to this is why they're wanting to enter this conversation and I think starting off like that the admissions committees will see that you're already thinking about um, what what's your place in what's your place in academia what's your place in at the university setting um, what your place means there so so and then moving on then I chose to discuss um, a little bit about my research interest and then of course I related it to um, the reasons why I the reasons why I wanted to want to go to this program is because basically um, I said so I gave a little spill about my research interests and then I at when one sentence I said you know um, as a graduate student at this program I plan to um, add to this um, de developing body of literature because um, I mean if you're doing research you're going to be adding to um, some under 
understudied fields um, or you're going to be adding on to um, fields that are just greatly known but you found this one small thing that people are ignoring so um, and I thought that was a good way that to just again relate back to the fact that okay I'm thinking about what what my work means in the broader scope of the academy um, and then I moved on to talking about um, some of my past uh, research opportunities and conferences that I've presented at so I talked um, about uh, my two some uh, my two research projects undergrad research projects I've done then I talked a little bit about um, presenting at a conference and um, yeah so that was the that was the next paragraph um, and then I talked um, I included this in all my um, statements and I don't know if it was effective or not but I talked about how um, I talked about how moving to this town where this um, university was how it would be an adjustment but I talked about how I'm ready for um, that adjustment and then I talked then I said um, if accepted these are the professors that I want to work with um, for these reasons and for the for shorter ones you can just simply name the professors you want to work with um it depends on if you have it depends on how many professors you have here i listed three um but in my 500 word one i listed two and i explained short i give a short reason why i want to work with them um and then i went back and talked about my tutoring experiences um and then some some of my leadership roles and some community service things that I've done. Then I talked about, um, yeah, I talked about more about community service and what community means to me. And then finally, I ended my last paragraph talking about um, what I want to do when I get my PhD from said university and um, I just did I, I talked about you know being a being from the south and um, wanting to teach students that were different from me and I want to talk about changing wanting to change the image of what a professor was and so I'll just recap that because I know I was rambling so First, start off talking about what your place in academia is. Um, then you can move on to talking about your research interest. And next, you want to talk about um, your past research projects, if you had any um, past conferences you've attended. Um, then you want to talk about the professors that you want to work with and and then if then you want to talk about if there are any leadership roles any um, uh, social organizations um, community service based organizations that you have worked with you want to talk about those as well and you and I think um, you, you should try to relate it back to, I guess, 
um, this idea of like teamwork and community, things like that. And then finally, you want to relate, you want to let the university know what you're going to do when you get this, this degree from their institution. Um, and I think that's a great way to wrap it up. So, alrighty. So I think that's like a first, a good first start to get your first draft done. And you, I don't think you should try to think about trying to perfect it yet. Um, just getting that first draft done is very important. Um, so yeah, so I'll just end. All right. And so, yeah, I'll just end this week's episode, um, with talking about something I'm grateful for. And so this week I'm grateful for food and I feel like I need to do a better job of eating at home more, um, and preparing my meals, preparing my meals before, um, the night before or something. So I won't be tempted to eat out. Um, but food has really been getting me through these times and Oregon is just so much easier to get caught up in the whole healthy food scene. So I've been eating a lot of salads without meat in them. (laughs) And that's very, that's very new to me. Um, um, and, and you get full off like we went to my roommate and I went to this pizza place and it was um, it was pizza it was like um, veg- it was all as a vegetarian place and it was really good and I got full off of this stuff and I was thinking that I wasn't going to get full because there was no meat but it was good so alright so thank thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode and i'll see you next week hey folks it's jalen head on over to itunes to rate and review the podcast and if you have any suggestions or comments about the show you can send those to me through facebook twitter instagram or you can email them to me and the links to all of those are in the description Don't forget, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, and Podbean. And the links to those are in the description as well. Thank you once again for listening to Go Black Boy Go.